Well, hey there, and welcome to the Praxis Daily Podcast. I'm Pastor Ed, and this devotional time is designed to create space for scripture, meditation, and prayer, all towards the application of God's Word into our daily lives. Well, today is Thursday, it's May 12th, and our reading for today comes out of John chapter 14, uh, verses 1 through 6. And now we are picking up right after, so John 13 ends, this is where Jesus washes the disciples' feet, he tells them that someone's going to betray them, and then identifies Judas as the one, Uh, tells them that, uh, you know, the world is going to identify them and know that they are his followers by their love for one another. And then he ends chapter 13 by telling Peter that he is going to betray him three times before the morning comes. Uh, So it ends on kind of a heavy note there. So it picks up here and he goes on to say, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. And you know the way to where I am going. But then Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So here in 14, Jesus is uh, kind of providing some consul uh, from what had gone in a little bit of a heavy direction. He's telling Peter, you know, you're going to betray me. Like you, you think that you're ready to give your life for me, but actually uh, in a matter of hours, you are about to betray me. Uh, and so then he picks up though right away and, and now reassures the disciples, like even though uh, the darkness has come and like they are about to experience some of the heaviest times they will ever experience, there's still hope and there's still no reason to allow trouble a place in their heart. He tells them, don't let your heart be troubled. You know, the Lord does not want us walking around fearful. Uh, that's some great trial that awaits us in the future. It is bound to happen. And we're just kind of always on guard watching over our shoulder. Was, is it now? Is it today? What, what's going to happen next? It's just a matter of what, he, well, like what he's asking of us is to put, it, put our faith in him and simply love him. And by placing our faith in God, we know that he will keep us safe. Even through the trial, even through hardship, even through, you know, refiner's fire, these things only serve uh, to bring us to a better place. And, and, and to really aid us, there's no need to fear. Just the way it says in 1 John 4, verse 18, it says this, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. In John 14 here, Jesus He's promising that he's going to come back. He's going to prepare the place. And when the fullness of time has come, he's going to come back, return to us, and bring us to where he is. 
And the disciples, again, thinking literally and very practically, Thomas responds, we don't even know where you're going. How are we going to find you? How are we going to know the way there? And that's where Jesus reassures him. You know, another very well-known verse in the New Testament, I am the way. You say, Thomas, you don't know the way. Do you know me? I am the way. And by the way, the truth and the life also. And so salvation is found in Jesus Christ alone and nowhere else, but only in him. He is the only way. If we know him, then we know the Father. And if we know him, then we know the way. And life is in us and we are in the truth and he is in us and we are in the Father, united together with him and one another, one family destined to be together again, even for all eternity. This is the direction we are heading and he is our eternal hope. This passage out of Acts chapter 4, verses 11 through 12, again says it very, very clearly and plainly about who Jesus is to us. This Jesus is the stone that was rejected by you, the builders, which has become now the cornerstone, that stone by which all others are measured. It goes on in verse 12, and there is no salvation, or there, and, and there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. He is all that we need. And in him, our future is secure, our present is secure, and our hearts can remain free from trouble. Let that sink in today. And let's take a minute even to to pray and thank the Father uh, for Jesus the Son and, and the peace and the shalom the unbroken wholeness that we can actually have and attain to even now because of Jesus, his son, and because of the spirit that he's given us. Well, Jesus, I thank you for the way that your love transcends all trials and challenges that come our way. I thank you, Jesus, that in the midst of of our days, and each and every day, we can remain in a place where we are not troubled, but maintain a peace that is not of this world, but a divine peace, a peace that is rooted in you, Jesus, and leads us back to you. I thank you, Jesus, even for giving us your spirit. Sometimes we you know, it's so wonderful to read these stories in John and other places in the New Testament about your life and just to watch and learn from your example and your words, Jesus. Um, and man, we just can't wait to see you and meet you. And yet you even told your disciples, it's good that I'm going away from you. You know, this is something that was, I'm sure, a very intimidating idea for them, Lord. Having spent every waking hour with you and learning and gleaning from you, you were their master. You were their friend. And they didn't want you to go. And you said, it's for your own good. Because when I go, then I can send the Spirit. And you have. And we have your Spirit now. So Jesus, would you help us? Help us to live in communion with your spirit, actively cooperating and partnering with your spirit. 
You said it's good that you go. It's actually good that you go away from us so that your spirit can come close. And we have it now. May we learn to walk with your spirit, walk in your peace, and walk in your power. In your name. We love you today, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, family, have a great rest of your day today. And remember, keep on loving anyway, any way that you're able, no matter what it costs, and regardless of what you get in return, the same way that Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, does.